Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the We're Afraid podcast. This is our AEW in review. I'm Mike. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm good. Uh, so, we had... Oh, I guess we didn't really have news. We just had one of the more entertaining and intriguing endings to a dynamite in a long time. Yeah. I guess like the biggest news would be that Jade officially signed with WWE. Right. Yeah. I feel and like they, we t- well, we did talk about it last time, but we, now she's actually It was rumored last week, but yeah. But we knew. WWE we knew. Yeah. But, but yeah, WWE she, posted videos of her and stuff. She's so. there. I mean, I think it's I get it. Like I understand. It's like mm-hmm. you got a star from AW and that's great and they make a big deal about that every time but it's just uh, I find it amusing she was so maligned in AEW mm-hmm. by a lot of people online and now it's the biggest news ever she's supposed to be like they're projecting her or like they're treating her like or WWE their social media is treating her like the biggest free agent signing they've ever had I was like she is still green, guys. <laughs> she is like she would. Had she not been in AEW, they would, of course, put her in the, in the, in their academy in the training facility. They mm-hmm. they would of course put her on NXT. But apparently, they're trying to throw her right onto the main roster. I think that's a risk they don't have to take because they're WWE. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. take their sweet time with her. They put Adam yeah, they down. just want to do like the look what happens whenever um, you leave AEW and come here and stuff. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't have a bad match or else it's like, fuck it. Look at Gable Steveson or whatever his name is. Yeah. He has no charisma. I mean, Jade has charisma, so that's not a, an issue. But he can't talk. Um, he's good in the ring. Like, he's kind of the opposite mm-hmm. of Jade. He can't talk, and he's great in the ring, but he came out there and didn't have a good... So you, you never know how fans are going to react. She could go out there mm-hmm. and have like have a poor performance. Maybe they put a mic in her hand. It doesn't go well. You never know. It's them projecting, like, treating her like an absolute star. I mean, I get it. They did it with Cody, but that was Cody. Mm-hmm. Jade's not quite Cody, but like I get it. it. It's just funny. It's like these are people that WWE fans forever said was shit, and then yeah. they show up and it's like they treat them like a fucking god. Yeah, now it's their favorite wrestler. That's the only reason why I wanted the Bucks and me to go to WWE is just to see how quickly the WWE internet fans would uh, flip on them and talk about how they're like the greatest of all time. I mean they've. They already tried to get them once. I mean, like mm-hmm. that one year when Kenny was rumored to be going to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. This was before AEW, so I was all for it. I was really excited. I, I watched the Rumble that year. He didn't come out. I was like, okay. And I kind of just wanted him to stay in Japan. Because this is when yeah. I was just starting to get back into wrestling. And mm-hmm. I had, the reason why was because I watched Kenny matches. And yeah. I was like... 
Well, if you can't do that in WWE, why do I want him in WWE? That's that's what yeah. he does. That's what he. That's why you get him. If you can't, if he can't do the thing he does, then don't don't sign him because then people are just going to be disappointed, mm-hmm. like Nakamura kind of thing. It's like Nakamura is there, but people don't care because mm-hmm. like he can't yeah. be the Nakamura he used to be. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I guess that's like the biggest news. Yeah, it is. It is. Of the week. And then just the end of the episode was very intriguing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait to talk about that. But kick off the show, we had uh, a surprise match. I didn't even know this was happening, but we had Ray Phoenix versus Double J Jeff Jarrett for the uh, international title. I keep wanting to call it the Pan-American title or something. I... I like that like anyone can just wrestle these matches. <laughs> Why Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you have so much on your roster. Why Jeff Jarrett? I understand he's a guy who can take a loss, but like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, this is how you're going to get the fans going. This fucking Jeff Jarrett. But Jeff Jarrett yeah. is one of the, uh, is in the front office. So there you go. That's he's, yeah. He's probably just there, and they're like, "All right, you're having a match." And <laughs> yeah, like he, he can he can pull his own number, kind of right. So, yeah, he, and uh, he's wrestled in Mexico for a long time, so he knows how to wrestle Phoenix's style and stuff. So yeah, it, it was good. It was fun. Um, I do, I do like. It's funny. This is by this has been my favorite Jeff Jarrett because I never liked Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> like I hated Jeff Jarrett. WWE previously with the fucking striped dickie that he wore yeah. in the little bow tie. Yeah, that was, that was a weird there. outfit. In WWE, he's a pain in the ass. I didn't like him. I was like, why mm-hmm. is this guy here? He kind of sucks. And yeah. then he was in Impact and he sucked there. And then, like, in my opinion, he sucked everywhere until he went to the Indies as the last outlaw. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I. I've always had like a soft spot for Jeff Jarrett, just kind of as like a meme. Like I yes. love Jeff Jarrett, but he's not like a top guy. No, if that makes sense. Like no. he's definitely like a mid card. He can you can put him in a match and he'll have a good match with anyone. But he is also responsible for the worst match I've ever seen in my entire life at a local show here. It was him versus Jerry the King Lawler. That was the absolute worst match I've ever seen. And this was like in 2017, and it was just terrible. So, but. Still love Jeff Jarrett. But, yeah, this match was fine. It, the yeah. main story of it was the Jeff Jarrett's crew trying to get involved and Phoenix having to overcome the odds. Yeah, Phoenix uh, learning a little something from Orange Cassidy, nursing an injury the whole match. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like it's probably going to continue to go forward. It was He was nursing it so well, I legit thought he might have hurt himself. Yeah, me too. Like the At the end, I was like, is he really hurt? <laughs> I was like, because fuck, we can't keep going down this road. Like the Orange are, Cassidy put a curse on it now that he lost the title. Everyone gets hurt. The, where the fuck is Danhausen? He's under <laughs> the ring just going, Cass, Cass, yeah. Cass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, match, match, yeah, I was, I was a little concerned. Uh, Ray Phoenix can really, he can really sell an injury. Um, <laughs> and I was, uh, I didn't think Jeff Jarrett would win, 
but I was a little worried because uh, Phoenix was obviously not the planned guy to have the belt. Yeah. And when he started nursing the injury, I was like, don't. Don't do this. <laughs> it's got to go to someone else because someone else got hurt. That'd be wild. Like, don't, don't put it on Jeff Jarrett. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Oh, my Lord, no, please. But no, it was uh, not the case, thank God. Yeah, I don't even remember how Phoenix won. Oh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett went for the figure uh, four, and Phoenix rolled him up. Which, when he went for the figure four, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Please don't. Please do not do this. Because then they could say, because then people could be like, oh, there's no way that Phoenix should lose to Jeff Jarrett. And it's like, well, he had to face five people. Yeah. So there's a there's an argument yeah, to be made there for why he could possibly pull it off. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it feels like at some point it's inevitable that Jeff Jarrett's going to hold gold in AEW at some point. I don't know. Yeah. Like, he's just... Well, old. I guess technically he does. He won that uh, Texas Chainsaw death match. They had a belt for that. <laughs> That's true. And he did hold the belts one time. He physically held them. And then they yeah. took them away. Yeah, that tag match, that was wild when everyone thought they won. That was nuts. The crowd reaction was uh, glorious, just like you, your mug you're drinking out of. That thing is insane. Oh, yes. This is a beer stein. <laughs> or, like, I have a full yeah. mead horn that I'm yeah. drinking. <laughs> you look like a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled it into screen, and you're like, what in the hell? Yeah. It looks like you're drinking out of an antler. And then, uh, so after that match, we it had what I thought was a, yeah. <laughs> after that, we had uh, what I thought was one of many very good promo segments they had, video packages they had on this show of MJF and Adam Cole going fishing. Oh, God. and fantastic! And uh, this was this was so uh, well done. Mm-hmm. They're drinking beers and fishing, and then. Adam Cole's like, hey, can you give me another beer? And MJF's like, sure thing, buddy. And he goes, he doesn't pull out a beer. He pulls out the dynamite diamond ring. And Adam Cole just knows. He's like, I have a feeling you're not getting the beer. You're getting your diamond ring, and you're going to punch me in the head and then throw me into the water. And then MJF's like, no, I'd never do that. And then they sit down and talk. And I just love the story idea that MJF has never had friends, and so he can't realize that his friends now can have other friends besides him, which is hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> so they and Adam Cole even says it. He's like, "I know you've, yeah. met, I've no friends are new to you, but <laughs> so it, it seems weird to you." But like, people have more than one friend, and MJF's yeah. like, "I don't like this for me, but I understand that that's how you live your life." So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's like, "That's not." He's like, "That's I don't want to be." Uh, he's like, "I'm a one friend man. I'm a one friend man, mm-hmm. but like, you you can do that. Fair enough." And then when they have their heart-to-heart, uh, Adam Cole catches something. It zooms over to what he caught, and it was just Paul White as Captain Insano. And then they reel him in, and in they're all rubber, drinking beers on the back of the dinghy. boat. Yeah, he's in a rubber ducky. <laughs> then they drink beers awesome. together on the, on yeah. the thing. And the thing that's funny yeah. is, like, you know Adam Cole can just watch this tape back? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, it was which hilarious. Is, which is and I hope, of, which is kind of the point, I guess. It's supposed to be silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then, so after that, it goes into another promo. This this episode was pretty promo heavy, I think, because the pay per view is coming up, so they don't yes. want anyone to get yes. hurt. So we see Don Callis and Takeshita walking through Japan, and they say, uh, "We're looking for Yuibushi." And after the break, we're going to show what happens. And then comes the commercial break, comes back. They're all in the ring. Uh, they show the video. They're at Ibushi's training school. Yes. Yeah, his dojo. They beat up one of his students. Yeah, and then um, Abushi runs in, starts fighting, and Callus hits Abushi with an umbrella, yeah, distracts him, and do then, yeah, yeah, he just stands up and looks at him. But while he's turned around, Takeshi grabs a uh, kettlebell and just cracks him in the head. That looked brutal. It did. The way he hit him in the head with the, the belt. And then, so, now Takeshi's, or Abushi's hurt, so what's going to happen this Sunday, and they cut back to the ring, and Sammy Guevara cuts a promo on Jericho talking about how he held him back all these years and stuff. I do like Sammy Guevara's new, like, Pablo Escobar kind of yes. Scarface yeah. gimmick. Tony Montana, Scarface, yeah. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the Scarface intro. He's uh, He's got the the big open V-neck, like, uh, like tropical shirt. shirt. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. The white pants. I'm like... Okay, you know yeah. what? It's like this is a gimmick that is working for Sammy Guevara. He's only really yeah. ever had it's one like, gimmick, and it wasn't a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I'm yeah. Sammy Guevara. Stick out my tongue uh-huh. with shitty hair. Yeah, like that's all he had. His, the Tony Montana Scarface Tron is so much better than his Dragon Ball Z Tron fucking, that he had for a while. The fucking two-year-old drove. Yeah, his flash art. But what I like about the Cowles family so far. Is it's he calls it the family, which is obviously ties to uh the mob, and then yes. to catch this pretty much just a Yakuza guy now, like yes. he, that's what he reminds me of. And then with Sammy Guevara dressing and acting the way he does now, he's like a cartel guy, so it's like they're all different mob. And when Osprey dudes. comes in, because he is, yeah, he's like a Peaky Blinders British type dude, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be an English, <laughs> like a hooligan, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a he, he's an English mobster. Um, mm-hmm. this is it's good. That's yeah. good. Um, if uh, if what if Great of Khan ever leaves, he can be the Chinese. Oh wait, no, yeah, like try. He's not actually Chinese though. He's not actually Chinese. He plays a Chinese vampire though. Right. That's his character. So, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to touch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can do that in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that here. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is good. I liked it. It sets up some some drama for the tri- the trios match with Abushi being hurt and stuff. So yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think Abushi's going to show up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah you, you don't tease Abushi and then have Abushi get taken out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he'll be there, but he'll he might come in looking a little banged up, worse for wear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was, so is Abushi just going to be like a a pay per view guy? Because that's all he's been on. Oh no! I guess he was on Blood and Guts. Never mind. He was on Dynamite. He's on like special things right now. Yeah, which is how he should be because he's that type of wrestler. Yes. Yeah, he's not. He's not a roster guy. So, like TK yeah. is not gonna put him on TV every week. Although you never know. They had fucking Doc Gallows. And... Yeah. But they're friends with Elite. Same with the Bushi. So yeah, you know, you never know. It's Kenny's boy. So. Kenny says, yeah. put him on. He'll put him on. Um, yeah. And so next we had 
what I thought was a weird match, but it ended up being one of my favorite matches of the night, which was the triple threat for a contender at Ray Phoenix's title of Brian Cage, Claudio Castagnoli, and Nick Jackson. Which random as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Both Bucks wrestled on the show and they weren't in a tag team, which was weird. It was, <laughs> it was like a it was like a video game simmed these matches. Like yeah, made yeah. like made the card. I was like mm-hmm. what? Or But um, this this match was really good. I really loved the the big power moves between Cage and Claudio just throwing the meat around and then Nick Jackson trying to come in with his high flying stuff and then just kind of swatting him away like he's a fly. Yeah, they knock him around like a he's a fun. devil stick. Just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw him in the air. Yeah. There's like a, at one point, Brian Cage and Claudio just keep uh, standing vertical suplexing each other, which I really liked. Like they suplex him and they just get back up and then just do it again. I like that a lot. Funny. No, it was, then, it was wild stuff. It ended up being mm-hmm. that we had uh, we had Nick Jackson winning, which this was a very unpredictable match. I guess the only mm-hmm. predictable nature would be that Brian Cage isn't going to win. But you yeah. never know, because then it gives a challenger to the... Um, oh, wait, no, this was... Phoenix. This wasn't a... Uh, Oh yeah, no, yeah, it was. Sorry, there was another match yeah. later on in the show that was that yeah. didn't have any stakes. Um, that was yeah. just a precursor. But yeah, so now we we have Nick Jackson going against Ray Phoenix, which we probably should have seen because they talked up a lot. How oh the in anniversary is uh, mm-hmm. the anniversary. Yeah, I remember they had that singles match a few years ago that was really good. So this would be really good. The like one of the first dynamites. And they, they kept yeah. talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're almost at the anniversary of that episode and blah, 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 blah. In the first week or in the first month of Dynamite. And they're running it back, which is cool because I forgot that match even happened. And yeah. So the ending, the ending to this match was, was clean as hell where Claudio hits Brian Cage with a Ricola bomb, which I love. Yes. And then Nick springboards Hurricane Rana's Claudio out of the ring. And then as he's landing for the the uh, Hurricane, he lands perfectly on Brian Cage to pin him, which was awesome. Yeah. And gets the three. I, you know, I've loved the, and it's not so much a renaissance for him, but the, they've learned how to correctly use Brian Cage. Yeah. He's just, he was, he's a throwback monster. Yeah, you just from, have him come in and beat people up. From the old, he doesn't win because he's from impressive. the old WWE WCW days. He's the old throwback yeah. monster. Just have him yell wild shit in the background of a big group mm-hmm. promo. Put some yeah. fucking whack. He's warlord. He's warlord who yeah. can do. Flips. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's very late eighties, early nineties type monster that can do flips. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I and I love those guys. I love mm-hmm. those guys. There mm-hmm. is absolutely a place, and I think wrestling misses more guys like that. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Give me the Viking Raiders. Give me the these guys. Give me... Uh, yeah. I want another Haku. King yeah. Haku. I don't know if the world can handle another Haku. That dude was legit. The man was legit. Ripped a man's nose off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. And, like, Chris Jericho tells a story when they were... I think trying to leave Brazil 
or somewhere, and security wasn't going to let Chris Jericho on the plane, so Haku beat up security and they got on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Man, those are some wild stories. It's funny. They talk about all these fights, the shit these guys used to get into back in the day. Like fucking. I mean, they were just. Blackman knocked out uh, Bradshaw, I think, twice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He just. He straight up roundhouse kicked him in the head in the middle of an airport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that would just get you arrested. You'd never fly Mm -hmm. again if you did that now. Yeah, it's pre 9 11. He just. But it's like. He straight up crescent kicked him in the face. Mm -hmm. The super. But you hear about, like. Yeah, when you hear about, like, backstage fights now, it's, like, news for a whole week, you know? Yeah. And, it's and everyone's like, they used Nauseating. But, but then back then, they didn't have, like, internet and stuff, so backstage fights were probably a lot more prevalent way back then when everyone was doing cocaine and being drunk all the time and stuff. and You just didn't have internet to talk about it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was wild. See, anytime they tell these stories, you're like, you shouldn't have told me that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... That sounds horrible. Look, uh, mm-hmm. you guys were monsters. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Like the Undertaker's court and all that crazy shit he's three Yeah, like all that shit. Like, the less I know about these old wrestlers at this point, the better. The like, better. I don't, yeah. Ig- if, Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Don't, like, the number one guy for me is like, nobody talk about Andre the Giant. I know he did mm-hmm. some shit. Don't tell me. From... All I've ever heard about him is he was just kind of a practical joker. Like, he liked to fart on people and stuff. Fart so. on people, but I heard he, he was a bit of a womanizer. Oh. I mean, they all were. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go any further. So, after that cool match, we had probably my favorite segment of the night, which was Adam Cole comes out in a cast with MJF. They do their whole intro thing and. While he's sitting in a chair, Adam which is awesome. Cause he yeah, stand. he sits down in a chair. Because he, yeah, he can't he, stand. Cause he couldn't his, do the double, the double boot. Yeah, he had to sit on the apron and do it, and you couldn't really tell he was doing it because MJF was standing there. <laughs> and then um, he, they talk, and Adam Cole says, what, he broke his ankle in three spots? Yeah, he's like, I broke. He said, my off ankle the, exploded. I broke my ankle in mm-hmm. three spots, and I have torn ligament. Yeah. He... Just from slipping off the stage, which shout out to my sister. She just tore like four ligaments uh, the other day, just tripping on concrete, and she's in a cast now. I was like, golly, <laughs> yeah, God damn, yeah. That's what happens. Just walking somewhere with my nephew, and she tripped and tore her ankle up. But so he says they got to relinquish the titles, and then MJF's like, no, 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 we're not going to relinquish the titles, and it's going to be a handicap net match now them versus or mjf versus the righteous yeah he, he said you sold me on how important these belts this belt was to yeah me. you you he said you got me to wrestle two times in a day you got me to wrestle multiple times a week i didn't do all that just to give these titles away uh, yeah we are gonna have a a tag team match but it's gonna be me against the righteous i was like oh okay that's fucking awesome actually yeah what what I was going to bring up after the, when we got here with the segment earlier with Captain Insano showing up, how funny would it be if Captain Insano was MJF's tag team partner? <laughs> I, would, I would love that, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's going to be MJF doing the, the super valiant baby face 
handicap match. He's going to do, the, he's gonna do the double kangaroo kick. Yep. He's going to do yep. a double clothesline, but just with himself. Yeah. Um, you know what I am happy about? I like that um, one of the guys in The Righteous is that Dutch guy. Um, he was a... Uh, they were a tag team on the indies for a while, and they wore the same thing, like the suit, mm-hmm. like the the dress wear, yeah. like like their uh, the IRA or whatever. Yeah, you know, or, or right to censor is what I mean. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's basically just kept the same attire, but completely changed the gimmick. To now he's a yeah, now he's like in a, a cult. And he's yeah, with, <laughs> he's with Vincent, who fits the role. So I'm cool with it. Like they, they're mm-hmm. convincing. I think it is a cool I like a I like a preacher gimmick and I like that it's a southern yeah. preacher gimmick and it's mm-hmm. not in a way that's ripping off Bray Wyatt at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. As long as you don't have Vincent talk too much with the dreads and everything. Yeah, <laughs> let, yeah, yeah. Let, let no, he Vincent, just kinda snaps and says like you get what I'm saying, man, or whatever his catchphrase yeah, like, is. Yeah, let let Big Dutch do a lot of the talking. But like I like mm-hmm. it. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that deep south, uh, scary cult leader, but not yeah, yeah, yeah. not Wyatt cult leader. There's lots of cults. You can figure <laughs> it out. Be Mormons. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. I fucking love a cult. I love a cult. Me too. I find I them cults. fascinating. Give me mm-hmm. any TV show based on a cult. Like yes. True Blood. I lo- I uh, love. Our True Detective season one. That shit's mm. awesome. One of the greatest seasons of TV of all time. Yeah. And then, so, MJF's like, I forget what Adam Cole says to him, but right before he could say something about Bay Bay, you hear, Adam! So <laughs> it's funny. So, it, Roderick Strong comes out still in his hospital gown for some reason. <laughs> it, it's popping me to the nth degree now. Mm-hmm. It is so funny. Yeah, I think Excalibur on commentary said that Roderick Strong's been checking himself into a hospital every town we go to now. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> and he's, like, he's just like, Adam, I need you. It's an emergency. Yeah, he's like, I need you now more than ever. And then uh, <laughs> Jeff says, like, even though he is a simp, I know he's your he's your friend, so you can go be with him. I, I'll be okay. So Adam slowly gets out of the ring and he's slowly hobbles like, up. Hobbling up and they're, yeah, they're which going, is hurry up. It's funny that he's like, I need you, I need you more than ever. And Adam Cole's hurt too, so it's like, well, where are you at for me and stuff? But um, I just love they turned as they're leaving. They're just like, Adam, hurry up, <laughs> Too slow. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm coming. They turned Roderick around. They turned Roderick around in uh, his uh, back of his uh, wheelchair had a sign on it said like the Hot Rod Express or something. It said hashtag Hot Next Strong. Yeah, Hot Roddy, next strong. <laughs> this is such a funny gimmick for Roderick yeah. Strong right now. It is so good. Yeah, yeah so I love it. They leave. Um, MJF starts to cut a promo, and then we hear, Bullet Club. And I was like, holy shit. I cannot believe we're getting this right now. And then, so Bullet Club Gold comes out. They, MJF, or... Um, Jay White sends everyone to the back, gives everyone the, the gun salute, even card blade, which made me laugh. He gave him the gun salute. And then um, uh, out and I can't remember everything they said, but I love this both their promos so much. 
Yeah, MJF was, I know. was basically like, he's like, everyone always says like, oh, MJF's great, but he's no like Undertaker. Mm-hmm. MJF's great, but he's no Shawn Michaels. MJF's great, but he's no whatever name. So he's like, the one time I was like, wait, hold the fuck up. That's when they said MJF's great, but he's no Jay White. He's like, mm-hmm. Jay White? He's like, you, you... He's like he's like you are the most boring man you get everywhere by the people who you bring with you by your little cronies. He's like you're yeah, he, you're vanilla, you've got pubes for a beard, you're what did he he specifically called him something. He called him tofu. Yeah, he called him tofu because it has no taste and you have to add the spice to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, I he said like I you're you were handed the he said you're handed the biggest uh faction of all time and i i like the line when he said you are what a japanese promoter thinks a top uh wrestler in america is like i like because that a lot. yes that's what bullet club is mm-hmm. and yeah. that's exactly it that's exactly it mm-hmm. um because it was kenny before and then when kenny left yeah. they were like okay uh jay white and then when Jay White yeah. left, they literally just reskinned someone else to look exactly like Jay White. It's just David Finley. He's just Jay White now. <laughs> yeah, he's just wearing Jay White cosplay. Like it's mm-hmm. the, it's literally a template of what they think the American audience likes. Mm-hmm. Um, so MJF so they go, is they go back and percent right. Yeah, he he says something like, "If you can uh, think you could be in the ring with me, then you're smoking that fine." Uh, uh, Colorado grass, and then we get a weed chant, which made me laugh. <laughs> weed, 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 weed. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you heard this, but on commentary, Excalibur said, well, we are in Denver, and it's an uh, elevation of 420 feet above sea level, and then you just hear Taz cracking up, and then he mutes. Like, you could tell he had to mute himself because he's laughing so hard. I love it when Excalibur pops Taz. It makes me laugh all the time. Yeah, and then good shit. Jay White gets on the mic, and I just I love Jay White when he talks. His cadence is so different than everyone else's. It is. I don't know how he does it, but it's kind of like a it's kind of like he's doing poetry, yeah, like spoken word or something. But it's just him talking, and he basically just says that uh, hanging out with Adam Cole has made him soft, and he he's not doesn't have the edge that he used to anymore, and he can't hang with Jay White now that he's gone soft hanging out with Adam Cole. And, does all his catchphrases and then MJF says something like you don't you don't know the levels I can get to and then they kind of square up and Jay White does the cowardly heel thing and backs out of the ring I'm so excited this feud's gonna be great it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible I can't mm-hmm. wait I can't this is the here the one thing and sort of situally situationally like when I've known that um, we weren't gonna do a podcast for a week because you were away or for whatever reason or because you couldn't do it and we knew ahead of time mm-hmm. and I was at a concert and then there was just a week I didn't watch wrestling it was like I didn't watch uh-huh. Dynamite that week I didn't watch Collision that week and I was just like I don't I didn't really care to find out what happened I was like oh, mm-hmm. fine, uh, whatever I mean I'll watch next week whatever whatever this is going to get me back in this. Feud, yeah. This is the type of feud. I'm like, Oh, here we go. This is exciting. Yeah. And I think they, yeah. they might've been missing something like this for a while. Like, uh, 
a big, intriguing, never seen before feud. And they have lots of yeah, things this, to do. But yeah, this is this is good. It's like like you said, it, it's never been done, so it's the first time. Both the guys are great on the microphone, so it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I don't know when they do it. I don't know. It's I think not it's not Wrestle Dream, right? It can't be. No, because uh, that's when MJF's in the handicap match. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jay doing White's it on it. I've noticed whenever they do it for Wrestle Dream would have worked because of the New Japan connection. But yeah, I was just about to say though. I've noticed since Jay White's been in the company, anytime they do stuff with New Japan, he's not on the uh, card, and I wonder if there's some bad blood there. <laughs> maybe. Well, I don't know if it's so much bad blood as it was. He sort of they wrote him they wrote him out storyline wise. Yeah, that's true. He can't and wrestle in K- any Japanese stuff. Kayfabe is king there, so they might yeah, be that's like, true. no, he can't. He's that's true. Like a it it was a. He wasn't allowed to wrestle New Japan in Japan, and he wasn't allowed to wrestle New Japan globally. In the U.S. Yeah, because so. he lost to David Finley. I think it was, no, I don't forget who he lost to in Japan. But then he lost to Kingston saying he can't wrestle any New Japan. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, so think that, I think that's it. I just like, Yeah, uh, that, 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 that makes sense. And he just came over, so maybe they want to, before they have him wrestle New Japan again, give it some space so it doesn't feel like, well, we just saw him do this six months ago. Mm-hmm. type deal mm-hmm. and then so after that we actually had another promo segment which I liked it was Christian and Darby doing a sit down with this JR good. the intensity of this yeah. was amazing yeah it was Christian basically talking about Darby can't wrestle and oh you're going to be in your hometown so our first he brings up Darby's dead uncle so he's moved on to dead uncles now too <laughs> instead of just dead dads and then <laughs> He says, yeah, we're going to be in your hometown, so bring your mom and dad. And You know what? Bring Dick Wayne and bring his mom. No, wait. I'll invite his mom. I have her phone number, which killed me. And then he says, like, Darby, you're nothing. You just hide behind your face paint. And Darby's like, you think I hide behind my face paint? Pours water all over his face, washes the face paint off, and it was really good. Yeah, the, the intensity. Like, Darby's mic work has gotten significantly better. Oh yeah. Than it was oh, yeah. when he first showed up. Like this, I was watching this, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I love like I did not know that um Christian Cage won that title. Didn't know. Yeah. I texted yeah. you, was like He won it. Is Christian Cage the champ now? Why is he having yeah, a match? He's the actual champ it? now. Yeah, he's the actual champ now because of collision. They had a triple threat. Him, Luchasaurus, and Darby, which is basically a handicap match until the very end. When Darby hit Luchasaurus with a bunch of big moves, Christian runs in, throws Darby out of the ring, and then pins Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is pissed off. But he still carries Christian on his shoulders after the match. So, I like, but that. I I like think, that twist. Yeah, I, it is good. I think this week, or this weekend at the pay-per-view, Nick Wayne is 100% turning on Darby Allen mm. to join up with Christian Cage and him. Mm. Well, yeah, because if it happens anywhere, it's probably the pay-per-view. Yeah, and they're in everyone's hometown of Seattle, so it makes sense. Mm, mm, yeah, his family will be there. And he'll be yeah. able to turn in front of and, the family. And I know he could use... Because remember, A.R. Fox was in 
uh, Swerve Industries yes. or Mogul Embassies, and then they, he like basically killed Nick Wayne, and then as soon as he got kicked out, Darby welcomed him back, and I could see him using that for his motivation to it turn should on be. Darby. It should be the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy killed me, and then you just let him come hang out with us? No way. No, yeah, it's it's a that's as solid a motivation as there is in wrestling mm-hmm. to turn on somebody. Most of the time, yeah. it's just I, I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And then so next. We got the four-way match, but a singles match for all the tag teams that are going to be in the tag team number one contender four-way match at the pay-per-view. So we had, I can never remember which gun is it. Is it Austin or Colton? Which gun uh, is in this match? The shorter one. That's Austin. Austin. Yes. So it's Austin and Pinta and Matt Jackson and Orange Cassidy in a four-way. Wild mix of people. Yeah. Yeah. And this was basically just to get like, the um, momentum heading into the pay-per-view. For sure. This is old-school booking. This is like old WWE booking, too, which I liked. Yeah, yeah, I kind of liked it. Sometimes I like this shit. Yeah, this was... Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I think my favorite thing of the match was, uh, you know, Pinta does that weird walk before he slaps people. Oh, my God, Colton, or Austin Austin started doing it to him, and then they had to stare off. I like that a lot. I popped... And I think Taz was like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> One of the commentators Somebody said like, something about this is like two cats before they start fighting, which made me laugh. <laughs> and, uh, another spot I really liked is Orange Cassidy knocked Austin down in the ring, and then he stood up on the ropes. It looked like he was going to dive into the ring, but then he saw Matt and Pinta outside, and he, he didn't even dive. He just fell over on the outside at him, which was hilarious. And then... But this is a lot of fun. I forgot who won. Oh, Orange Cassidy won. Uh, but there's one spot I thought they should have let Matt Jackson win. It. He does his Northern Lights yes. Express move. Yes. And then he has uh, Orange Cassidy rolled up, and then Pinta and Austin run at him, and then he Northern Lights them, too. He has all three other guys pinned. I was like, that would have been a wild thing if he pinned all of them. Yeah, when he had all of them, like, legit hooked in the yeah. pin, I was like, <laughs> fuck, that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that was the spot of the match. But yeah, that, that Northern Lights locomotion thing is one of the coolest and smoothest moves. It was. Wrestling. I'll never forget when he did it in Stadium Stampede across the whole football field. I know they edited it so he didn't really do it that way, but it was still awesome. So funny. Mm-hmm. It was like, and so Orange Cassidy wins, pins Matt. Ja- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he pins Matt Jackson, and then so they they have the momentum heading into the pay per view. I don't know who's going to win this. I imagine the Guns will win it because there's a story there. They just did the Bucks and FTR, so I doubt they'll go back to that so quick. Maybe Hook and Orange Cassidy versus FTR. That'd be a pretty entertaining match, one we haven't seen yet. It would be, and it would give um, Orange Cassidy something to do because people are starting to complain about it. People are weird. It's been been like two weeks since he lost the belt. Yeah, let chill. him have some easy matches. He killed himself for like a year. Let him chill out for a little bit. <laughs> like, no, he needs to go for the for the fucking championship, the 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 heavyweight title. Like, no, he doesn't. Although I would like to see him versus MJF. I think that'd be really entertaining. I think we will. Like, it's yeah. gonna happen. Um, I don't think Orange Cassidy's gonna win. No, no, for sure not. 
That'd be hilarious, though. <laughs> That's the guy who broke MJF's title reign, Orange Cassidy. That'd be like such a big troll move. It would be. <laughs> it would be. That, that big troll energy for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, so after that match, we had well, a match I really liked, uh, Julia Hart versus Willow Nightingale. This match was awesome. This was low-key match of the night. Yeah, this this match is really good. I love Julia Gulia's entrance. The, Julia Gulia is getting a following right now. She's getting a lot of support from yeah. fans. She has a title match at at the pay per view at Wrestle Dream. Yeah, and they, a commentary push. said something like she she's won like twenty five matches in a row or something like that. Yeah, mostly dark, but yes. Yeah, agree. And um, so, Willow but, is cool. She's awesome. She has been sprayed by the Black Mist. She yeah. came out with like a diaper on her head. Yeah, she looked like um, what's that from Game of Thrones? The guy that had the fire sword, uh, Derek Dondarrion, yes. or whatever, when he had the eye patch. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, she they they have this really good match. She's wrestling amazing. Um, my favorite part of the match. I mean, this is right near the end, but we can always rewind. We can <laughs> rewind a bit if we want to. Yeah. But uh, she got um. Julia Gulia in the corner and then starts doing the fucking the Brody the Brody yeah. King oh 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 and then mm-hmm. goes to do the cannonball which is also her move too right yeah she does it too yeah yeah so but she never does the bark before it no so there's yeah fun synergy there which I really mm-hmm. loved she missed it yeah. and ended up losing off of it but but yeah I saw know, friend of the friend of the show Jarrett Green tweet out that uh, the streets need uh, Willow versus Brody. And I was like, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> that match would be awesome. <laughs> fucking beefy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So one thing she, that I loved was Julia ripped the, the eye patch off and she had the whole mm-hmm. black stain thing yeah. that, um, that Malachi had been rocking for a long time. Um, Julia had it for a while too when she first started to turn. Remember when she's still the cheerleader and she yeah. had like the the black eye. I would love for Willow to turn and be part of that. That'd be group. nuts! Like one of the most happy go lucky people, and she turns. That that's why it's cool. th- that's why it would be so good. Um, yeah, I think her. Turning, then you could do a storyline of her finding the happiness again. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it would be fun, especially. There's always there's always a bit of. Are they going to leave? Are they not going to leave with House of Black? <laughs> with uh, with Malachi and with Buddy? Um, there was rumors that they had both asked for their release. Didn't get it. They're still... I don't know. Who knows? I know Malachi's hurt right now. He just posted on his right Instagram. Now, and he also signed a five-year deal. So... Yeah. He's got a lot yeah. of he's time hurt. left. He, yeah, he tweaked something in his knee. He posted on Instagram. Hey, if you notice Brody when he was walking around ringside, he had a cast on his arm. So I think I think House no, of Black may be banged the, up. No, there uh, the re- there's a story there. Um, that was from Brawl Out, um, Brawl Out Two. He was pissed off oh. and punched a wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they said uh, somebody who's close to CM Punk was pissed off, punched a wall, broke his hand. Hmm. And then had a match. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the cast last night. 
I, I if you follow him on Instagram, I think him and his wife and their two kids they just went to Disney World, mm-hmm. and it'd be so crazy to see that big dude just walking around Disney World with little Mickey ears on. <laughs> Love it. He's, yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. Yeah, uh, Julia Gulia won this with the just one of the prettiest moonsaults you'll ever see. That moonsault was picture perfect. She's she's improved leaps and bounds. She's she's someone to watch in this company. Uh, yeah. Her and Blue, she, uh, her and not Red Velvet, uh, Blue Sky, have yeah. a have a nice bright future ahead of them. They're both she, really. I think good it was her match them. against Sky Blue, where she did like a spider suplex into a moon, standing moonsault, which was cool. like spider suplex where you hang onto the top rope after you suplex them, and she gets up and did the moonsault. It was a couple weeks ago. It was really cool. I don't know if it was on Dynamite or a Rampage. I think, or not, it, I but, think it was a Rampage match. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And then so she wins, keeps beating up Willow, and then Chris Statlander comes out and makes a save because they have the the match on Sunday, which will be very good. Yes, it will. And, like, that's not a match I expected to be happening on Me a either. pay-per-view. So, yeah. Inter- Interestingly enough, not a ton of New Japan talent on this Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Am I, I crazy? I think they have a show coming. Now, like Zack Saber Jr., Will Ospreay. I know I Shabbat, Shabbat is there. He's sort of. He's not signed to New Japan anymore, though, so I don't know. <laughs> like that's kind of a a, a cheat. That's a cheat because mm-hmm. he's he's Ring of Honor right now. Yeah. I mean, he is always New Japan. He runs the dojo. Mm-hmm. So, like, he is like they don't really have to sign him. And if he if he's yeah. not wrestling there, I guess there's no need to have him sign. Like yeah. if he's wrestling primarily in Ring of Honor right now. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know the full card. I have to look. But after this match, we got the main event segment, which was the contract signing for Hangman Adam Page. And which you knew some wild shit was going to happen. Yeah. At the end of this, when when your main event when your main event is either a promo or it's a where it's a contract signing, you're like, there's some shenanigans that are about to yeah. play out. Swerve here. got the ultimate heel heat coming out because he stopped Prince Nana from doing his dance. Ooh, that uh, about that to made sneeze. me mad. I love Prince Nana's little dance. Yeah, he Sorry, comes... sneezed there. No, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, he, he came out, stopped him from doing the dance, which I've you seen the videos online of everyone in the crowd doing the Prince Nana dance from a couple weeks ago. It was awesome. <laughs> Really? It's gotten over, eh? Yeah. I love that. I really yeah. love that dance. It's funny. I thought I was the only one. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know what episode of Dynamite it was, but he was doing the... And you just see the whole crowd like just standing up and doing it with him. <laughs> That's awesome. Prince yeah. Nana is over. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So they come out. Kind of just continue what they've been talking about, how Adam uh, Hangman's given up his given up a spot emotionally. Swerve's going to take it from him. And I liked his line when he said, what's a, a, a buck shot to a kill shot? Call back to his Lucha Underground character, which was awesome. Really cool. I, I yeah. And his finishing move's called the kill shot, too, so it makes yes. sense. Yes, yeah. Yeah, this was, uh, this was nice. We, and we have Hangman saying, like, yeah, I mean... I did get a little complacent and you've kind of woken me up a bit. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, yeah. But also, like, I was given these opportunities, and you know what I did with them? I won the tag titles. I won the battle royals. I won the heavy. I won the world championship. So it's like, what more can you do? Yeah. And also, he's talk, he talks about how he's like, yeah, I've had this cloud over me, and I can't get rid of it. And blah blah blah. And that cloud's name was Phil, and. He made my life a living out. He didn't say that, but everyone knew who he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he wouldn't let me into the buildings. He uh-huh. <laughs> it was, it was like, I was very upset by that. I had to do my promo outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I forget what Swerve said to him. Oh, he slapped him. He slapped Hangman after yeah. that. And then slapped Hangman, Hangman stabbed Hangman his hand. stabbed him in the hand with the pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. And security breaks it up, and we think the show's over. And then it cuts to backstage, and Jay White's getting beat up by four men in black ski mask wearing all black. And then the most shocking around. of all, yeah, the pans, most shocking of all, you see somebody. And it's the devil yeah. wearing MJF's yep. devil mask. He's in the black. And, and he puts his hand over the camera. And, it cuts and right out. away, I texted you. Well, I didn't text you right away, but I was like, I think that's Adam Cole. Yeah. I think that's Adam Cole. Once you said that, I was like, that makes sense. It's it's not as buff as MJF is now. Yeah. The person in the devil mask. Yeah, and um, those guys out there uh, lay in the wood that looks like the kingdom. And, and Roderick. Possibly, um, maybe Kyle's in there too. That'd be cool if that's how they brought Kyle back. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think there's more guys. I think there were four of them. There's four guys plus the devil, which is yeah. Adam Cole, and then so it'd be the Kingdom, Roderick, and probably uh, probably Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, which, which would be mm-hmm. awesome to see him come back. And that that's a killer faction, man. Because like, yeah, that's a very the Kingdom a guys faction. on their own. It's like eh, but then when you add Kyle and and um, Adam Cole as the is the ringleader. One thing mm-hmm. of note, they, the devil was not getting physical. So there yep. is potential that Adam Cole is doing it still with the cast on. But yeah. the crazy ultimate thing to do, if they, if they have thought this far, is that they're working this injury. He's not yeah. hurt. This is all a trick. Who knows? Yeah, he's probably he probably because is he probably is hurt. He could be hurt, maybe not as bad as he said he was. But like they they could have planned this, and this yeah. this could be Adam Cole like even giving MJF more even more false sense of security that mm-hmm. um, Adam Cole's not going to turn on him at all because he's yeah. hurt. What's he going to do? Yeah, and then there's. Uh, because you sent me that picture of... in a wheelchair the, just sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, it does. But you sent me that picture of MJF and Adam Cole at, from Wembley, yes. and the devil mask was on Adam Cole's side in their locker room, yes. which was pretty pretty nice detail. Well, so yeah, they've had like, to be thinking about this for a while. Because why would that devil mask be there? Yeah, they, they've had to at least think about somebody wearing MJF's devil mask that's not MJF for a while. Yes, yes. And I think... The story, they're t- I mean, 
Adam Cole was always going to side with the kingdom against MJF mm-hmm. at some point. So for this to not be him would be a kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, it'd be really if weird. If that makes sense, it would be very strange. So it kind of like has to be Adam Cole in the kingdom. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that it wouldn't be at this point. Yeah. Like, why would these guys be... Like, who has the motivation to beat up um, uh, Jay, Jay White and to get um, MJF in trouble and to rattle him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see Britt Baker's tweet? No. What was it? Oh, she tweeted out four pictures saying, it, guys, it's not Adam Cole or whatever. His foot's legitimately hurt. She posted a picture of him sitting there with the cast on. Then it, just an x-ray. You can't tell whose x-ray it is because it's an x-ray. And then another picture of Adam Cole sitting there with the cast on. And then just a close-up of a swollen foot, like something happened to their ankle. But it's just a picture of a foot. You can't tell who's. You don't see Adam Cole's face or anything in it. It's just a foot. So it's like, oh. Okay. And also, he could have had a cast. We didn't. Yeah. He wasn't getting. He wasn't getting physical, at all. Yeah. In that. In that thing. So yeah. No, I, I think it's really good. I think. I like this is this is the type of stuff that uh, AEW hasn't really done. Yeah. This, this is, is cool. Of, this is. This is. The I was gonna say a lot WWE. of times we. This is good. Yeah, WWE. yeah. I was just. Yeah. This this reminds me of like, some of the better Nitro endings like. Oh, you got to tune in next week to see what's going to happen and stuff. Like the early sting, turning crow sting type stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's the like the stuff that um, WWE has always been good at is the ooh, what's the mystery? Who was yeah. that? What was that attack? And everyone's speculating and mm-hmm. like, who is who is Uncle Howdy? Shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pe- people love that stuff, and it gets people going. And this this is good. Who's because uh, even like right away you're like, oh, is MJF going back to purely heel? Yeah, because that's what I thought too. And then when she said, well, it looks more like Adam Cole's like you're right. Because I was like, oh, because MJF did tell him, you have no idea how low I can go to Jay White. So yeah, no, I love it. I love it. It's. Yeah. Super fun, super fun. Very good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. I love I love, uh, I love a little wrestling, a little wrestling mysteries because that's that's one thing or just a feud that has some intrigue. That's something that AEW was missing for a little bit. I mean, there was a little bit. Of, it was unique. Like the Adam Cole and MJF friendship was unique. Yeah. But we were missing that big feud. We didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so now we do. Uh, we it was so, and the other one was sort of like Kenny versus Don Callis. Okay, that's weird and different as well because Don Callis is a manager. Mm-hmm. So like that's also a little weird. Um, that's one thing that we I did like get f- on the weekend was Kenny coming to Chris Jericho's aid. Yeah, to fight off the uh, yeah, this this Saturday to uh, on Collision. They're they're teaming for the first time. You know, like a warm-up match for the pay-per-view. I forget who they're facing, but it's that they're going to team up. That's cool. I like that. This is this is interesting, the Winnipeg connection. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. All right, and with that, we were going to end this episode. 
See you. Bye.